Mic check. Hey. Hey, Stace. Um, shout out to Kobe Bryant and everybody who um, passed away in that airplane. I don't mean shout out to, I mean just like sending out vibes because that was really tragic and terrible, terrible to just go on the internet and hear all the stories and the videos and, you know, they had this, um, meme that was um circulating where it had a picture of Kobe Bryant which he was a major league basketball player and his daughter Gianna um she was 13 years old who also passed away in that car accident anyway so the meme had him and her and it had um their birth dates and then you know the day of their passing on each one of them well Kobe's birthday which August of 78 is mine and then they had his daughter born in 2006, which is my daughter was born in 2006. So just seeing those dates up there like that, almost mm-hmm. like, you know, makes your heart stop a little bit. It's kind of crazy. And then, you know, then to find out that all the other people that were in the plane and, you know, they, I think there was a whole, almost like a whole family loss, like a daughter, a son and a mom and, Oh my gosh, just crazy. I feel so sorry for all of them. And I wish that stuff like that never had to happen. Yeah, that's, it's awful. I mean, it's just, it's so impacting when you see, even if you didn't, I mean, I was not a basketball fan. I was not, but I knew who Kobe Bryant was. I knew that he did a lot of good things in his community and tried to be a role model and just tried to be a good person. And it's so much harder. I mean, everybody thinks this, but it's so much harder to see those people that you think are good people that should be here on this earth because they make a positive impact and they help others. It's so much harder to see something terrible happen to them as opposed to, mm-hmm. let's say, I don't Hitler, you know, like who's going to cry? Right. I mean, obviously the crazy good followers, one. but yeah, no, that was a terrible like comparison, but like I can't think of anybody <laughs> else that everybody knows the name and, you know, right. hate for the most part. I mean, I, I don't imagine anybody listening to our podcast is pro Hitler. So, right, right. Um, you know, just it, it's so like you just try to wrap your head around it and try to make sense of it. And it's just you just can't you just can't that whole um, adage of uh, why do good things why do bad things happen to good people you know just you can't make sense of that and it it hurts you even if you didn't have any particular closeness to that you know that person or that family. No, because you know if you have any empathy, then you can relate because instantly when I was thinking of it, I was thinking of his wife. And how she lost her husband and her daughter in the same day. I mean, I know. I, I, know I, I thought of that too. Survive that. I, I don't know if I could. I don't know if I could survive that. And then the other family that was on the plane. I read an article somewhere that everybody had died, and it was just a brother and sister were left. Like their parent, their parents, and their other sibling was gone. So it was just those two siblings were left that that were not on the plane. So that so that day they lost their mother their father and their sister i mean it's to me it's just so tragic everything so, is so tragic you can just go on the line like the grandmother lost her grandchildren and her child that day you know what i mean like yeah. so many people it just affected so many and it's just and, and like i said when i saw that meme with him with you know he was born the year i was born and his daughter was born the year my daughter was born it just like 
you know, kind of made my heart just sink. Like, oh my God, it's just terrible. It's terrible. Thinking about those people left behind. I mean, not, not that you shouldn't mourn the, the people that are gone, but I think we rarely focus on the people that are left behind and the pieces they have to pick up and the, the pain that they're in. You know, that was uh, like losing my sister. That was something I wasn't prepared for was to be the person behind, you know? So like, I always try exactly what you said. I always try to think of those people and my God, how just how much pain they must be in. And I always think that, I think that it's really insensitive for somebody to think that grief has a timeline because it could be, later and because this this actually happened to me one time and I heard somebody say like the person was having a moment and they broke down and then well didn't that person die like 15 years ago that make it better because it's been a decade and a half does that make it any easier I don't really think that you could put a time on grief and I think it's really insensitive to do that and like you said like you don't think about you might think in the moment you know, in that week, in that week, in that month, from now you might call and check, but you know, after it gets so long, you know, maybe six months or you, you kind of, you stopped now making sure you think, you know, they're probably over it by now, or, or maybe you just stopped whatever the reason, you know, but people are still going through the motions, you know? No, it's completely true. I, I actually felt like I kept, saying to my husband after my sister died, you know, a month would pass, three months have passed, six months have passed. And I would be like, why can't I get over it? You know, like I knew it was coming. She was sick for a long time. We knew she was going to die. We, we all knew it was coming and we all had cancer. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and she died at home and my dad was there and her husband was there and her son was there. I didn't go. And I, I don't feel guilty for not going. It's not that I just, I couldn't, I knew I wouldn't make it through it seeing that. So, and she was not upset that I wasn't there, but, um, but you know, like you were saying the whole, the whole thing, like I kept saying after all these months, why does it keep hitting me? Why does it keep hurting so bad? Like, not that I wouldn't still be sad about it, but I mean, to be debilitatingly sad, I just couldn't, you know, I couldn't wrap my head around why I couldn't just get past it enough to, to go back to being me again, you know? So I think you're exactly right. I feel like there, that you have people that you love and you're close with and you have bonds with in your life. And then you have people that you head over heels love and you had an, an a bond that that you know will never exist again with anybody else you know yeah. you might have a great bond but you just you just know that connection that you guys had is not something that you're gonna have with something else you might come close whatever but it's not the same and then when that's lost I don't I just I couldn't imagine it I just really couldn't imagine it yeah, I, I mean, I, I always felt like there was kind of a timeline on grief, which I hate to say that I felt that way. I mean, I never knew I felt that way. You know, like I wouldn't have straight up said to somebody, why are you over it yet? But I would have thought in the back of my mind, like, gosh, you know, it's been a year. It's been five years. It's been whatever. Just exactly what you said. Not that they aren't allowed their pain, but I couldn't understand it. You know, like I couldn't I couldn't make sense of it because I hadn't been there. Now that I've been there and like, oh well, that sucks. <laughs> like now I know exactly well, what that feels like. 
like see something that reminds you of them or hear a song or, you know, I'd be bring back a memory and then all of a sudden it just, it's totally sweeps over you and you're just next thing, you know, you're crying and you're like, fuck. Well, and you it's know? like things that you wouldn't think would do it to you. Like we used to, we had gone to Kohl's. She loved Kohl's. So I didn't think anything of it when I had to go get a coat one day from Kohl's, like a year after she had passed away. I had gone to a couple other stores, couldn't find anything, went to Kohl's and walked in there and was just hit with it. You know, like it, it, that's how it hits you or oh how it hits God. me is like, you don't even think of something. I didn't go into Kohl's thinking, gosh, this is going to be hard. I walked in there and thought, oh, like, you know, just like you said, all the memories, all the pain. Like I walked around for a few minutes and didn't want to start sobbing in Kohl's. So I left, you know, it was, it's stuff like that, that would get to me it was things that I wasn't prepared to be sad or upset about. That's what kept happening to me. Wow. And how long has it been since she passed? Uh, it has been four years since she passed away. So it will be five years this year, I should say. Five years in May. May 9th is when she passed away. And how do you feel like you are in the greeting? Where, where do you think you are? You know what? I think I'm in the best place I've ever been as far as it goes because it's not, you know, I can talk about her and not have to stop before I get choked up because, you know, I've told you before, yeah. I, don't, I don't want people to feel uncomfortable. So if I feel like I'm about to do something that's going to get to somebody that I try to, I try not to, you know, I try not to make other people feel the sadness or that uncomfortableness. So I can talk about her, you know, and, and not, not usually get too upset about it. I can go into like at Kohl's, I can go into places now and I still remember her, but it's, it's not like a painful, you know, it's not a happy memory. Not going to say I'm to that point yet where I'm like, Oh, you know, I remember those great times, but it's, it's a more tolerable memory. Yes, I should say. Mm -hmm. So, you know, every year I, I do something for her, uh, like just, just to do something on the day she died, I'll do something happy it doesn't have to have anything to do with her but usually one of my friends and I will just we'll do something anything because it's also just a couple weeks before my birthday so we'll uh -huh. roll those two things together but um you know that that's that's been that's been what I've done I mean I can't even imagine what what I would do if I was in the position where Kobe's family or and so many other families are where they've lost more than one person and where they weren't expecting it, you know where that person walked out the door and then just never came back I can't even I, I can't stand to put myself in that place those those feelings you know yeah because you even said that that's one reason why you like to stay home a lot because of the anxiety of leaving and something happened or somebody not coming back like you you feel better just staying at home and you know everything's all good yeah, I mean, I do that every time Rick leaves to do anything. I mean, he, just to do something fun. Like, I don't do it on purpose, but it, he has to, and thankfully, he's really nice about it, but he has to tell me, like, well, I think I'll be home around this time. And I'm like, okay. And then if he's going to be late, he has to let me know. Like, it, he could tell me I'm going to be home at midnight. Well, I'm fast asleep at midnight. But he will text me and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to be half an hour late, or I'm going to be an hour late. Just because he knows so my anxiety. Exactly. If I wake up in the middle yeah. of the night, he's then I'm not going to go and, and lose my shit, you know, right away. Right. Like he's just, he's like, that's cool. You know, whereas I feel like some people would say, I don't have to let you know, you know, you don't have to keep tabs on me. I'm a grown man. I can do what I want, but he's thoughtful enough to say, you know what? She's not telling me what to do. She just wants to make sure I'm okay. So. Right. Right. Yeah. That's, that's very sweet. I, I hate death. Okay. Let's talk about something else. All right. All right. Well, that's sorry. 
now that we've brought everybody down, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's. I don't. I don't know if it'll necessarily bring them up, but it's it's still a, a good topic of conversation, which would be um, kind of a topic on perspective, and and this could be kind of a wide topic, but uh, mainly what we were thinking of was the the how many times that you've had an issue where you've say sent a text message or sent an email or sent a message on Facebook or whatever you've done where it hasn't been in person again where somebody could see your face or they could hear your your intonation of how you spoke intonation I don't know if that's the right word anyway where they could hear the (laughs) the inflection of your voice that's the right word um and how it could be misconstrued and how how many times that's happened to where it could have been really mild and it maybe it was really funny because you know there was a miscommunication but more often than not it turns into I mean it can turn into a huge fight it can turn into where people just don't want to talk to each other anymore because oh such and such said this and such and such did this yeah I hate that shit and I mean it's happened it's happened to me before I'm sure it's happened to you it's happened to everybody that I know where you'll you know you meant something funny like I, I think that's why it was so good that um they came out with uh like lol you know for laugh out loud or then they started coming out with emoticons because you could say something that you thought hmm I wonder if that person might not take this right you know so you would follow it up with an lol or with an emoticon that shrugged or something like that because that would let that person know you didn't mean any harm, you know, you're just, you're just kidding, or you didn't mean this the way that they, you think they might take it. I mean, you're always trying to perceive how the other person might take what you say and counteract it before it turns into an argument or, or a, a disagreement of some kind. Do you have a situation where something went bad for you that happened to you like that? Uh, not anything I think of off the top of my head. I mean, I have had where I've sent text messages to people and, had them respond with like have you ever sent like something to somebody and then they respond with like okay or okay and then you're like yeah. uh. <laughs> and again maybe what they're saying is like all right okay you know like I don't have anything else to add to this so I'm just gonna you know or maybe they're busy like and they they don't want to tell you like I don't know how many times that I've thought I've had somebody text me and I'm in the middle of something, you know, so I'm, I'm trying to text them back, but maybe my answers are a little shorter. And I've had, um, I, I have had one particular um, friend, Linda, that um, will get very upset if I don't text back fast enough, or if I, if I text back too short of an answer, not because she's nasty or mean, she's extremely sweet, but she just she thinks, well, gosh, you're busy. So I'm, I'm bothering you and I shouldn't be bothering you. You know, your time is too, I mean, she just has that kind of like mentality of like, your time is important to you and I don't want to waste any of it, you know? So I have to be really careful when I text with her that I, I respond quickly enough or that I respond with enough, you know, just to let her know that, Hey, I am interested, but maybe I was in the middle of cleaning. Maybe I'm outside with my dogs, you know, maybe I'm like in the middle of something, but Hey, I've got time for you. Just, give me a little bit of time. Like, I don't know how many times that I've said to her, like, Hey, I'm not upset in any way. I promise. Like I'm, I'm just doing such and such. Oh, well, I'll talk to you later. Well, no, <laughs> come back. Like, but do you, but do you, I, I mean, I would be that, I think I would be hurt, but I wouldn't, it wouldn't be because it bothered me or it wouldn't be like, Oh, she doesn't have enough time. It's almost like, I feel the same. Like if you're busy, okay, holla back. It's all good. Or if you're at work and you're busy, all right, holler back. No worries, all good. 
did you think that she's mad or or not mad or did you think that she took it that way because that's what you came up with or did she tell you that no she had had told me um because more than once i because like you i would i wouldn't want anybody to feel bad about it and and i wouldn't be upset like if somebody told me they were busy i'm like oh cool that's fine you know just let me know later or get back with me when you can um and not to say that I haven't had times where I've been like, oh, I'm bothering that person. But I try not to because I know everybody's busy. But I've, I've had to more than once tell her like, hey, you know what? Please don't think that about me. I'm always here for you. I always want to talk to you. You're never bothering me. If you can just give me a couple minutes, you know, just let me let me finish doing what I'm doing really quick. And then her response is usually, oh, well, you're busy. Well, only for a moment. Like, just let, you know, like, so we go round and round sometimes oh, about funny. that. And I've had to, I've even gotten to the point where I said, look, you know what? When you think that negatively about me, you actually hurt my feelings. Like, please don't think I'm that negative. I'm, I want to talk to you. I have time for you. What you're talking to me about is very important to me. I just need to finish this one thing really quick. So forgive me if it takes me a moment. You know, it's like I, I start to get frustrated with her because I start thinking, no, 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 you're projecting on me. You know, I'm not acting the way you think I am, but, mm-hmm. but you are, you're projecting what you think I'm doing. You're not listening to what I'm telling you. You've just decided that I'm, I, I feel this way when I don't. So, hey, look, I did, I didn't even remember I had a story, but I had a story of that <laughs> exact thing happening. Well, I'll, I'll like text my sister-in-law, like I'll, sometimes I don't, I'm usually like either I'm full blown on talking to you or I'm not period. Like I just have spurts of, you get what I'm saying? I have spurts where I'm just like, Oh, I want to share this. I want to say this. I want to say this, whatever. And then you might not hear from me at all for a week or a couple of days, whatever. But I just have those moments where I want to, so I'll, I'll send a text and I'll say, you know, whatever it is that I'm sharing, da, 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 da. and I'll be like, you don't have to comment to this, or I don't need you to reply or anything. I'm like, just telling you, you know, but right. sometimes my sister-in-law will send me a message and she'll say, I'm not ignoring you. And I'm like, why do you need to tell me that? <laughs> I don't think that you're ignoring me. You know what I mean? So um, I don't know. That's why I guess perception is good because Obviously, she may be when I'm doing that and I, I send those particular messages like I don't need you to reply or no reply needed or, you know, you know, I'm just saying like, I don't need you to reply to it. You know, and I'm just telling you this, you know, I'm just sharing you this. not that like I think you're ignoring me so you don't need to reply or or you know, you get what I'm saying? Because that's I, a perception, I right? I do, I do, but I think I've done that exact thing, same thing to you. Like, if you sent me something on Messenger, and then I've gone back later and be like, dude, I wasn't ignoring you, and you're like, it's good, like, it's all good. <laughs> yeah, 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 you have, you've done that to me, too. Maybe it's just being, like, courteous. Maybe you're just being, like, I want you to know I'm not ignoring you. I'm just, you know, doing whatever. Maybe it's just a courteous thing, you know? I mean, that's, that's how I is. feel about it. I don't feel like you think I'm ignoring you. I feel like I'm just like, oh, you know what? I missed that message. Let me let her know. Like, hey, I wasn't ignoring you. I was doing such and such. But in your mind, you're just like, I know. Like, I, you know, I, you didn't need to even tell me that. So yeah, no, I mean, because look, I'm the same way. Look, how many times you sent me something and then like a day or two later, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, you know, well, you know, well, I'll tell you the whole thing, like whatever happened or whatever. But I, or it's, I feel like I'm so too, I'm too like that to be like that to somebody else. Does that make sense? 
No, and you know what? I'm exactly like that, too. But I hate that I do it to people. So when other people do it to me, it's fine. I'm like, oh, no, that's cool. Like, I totally, I'm going to do that to you at some point if I haven't already. So be, be prepared. But Well, I feel like if I do it, if I do it, it's because I couldn't do it like that. I couldn't respond to you at the moment. I'm in the midst of something. I could, because if I, I don't just ignore text messages just to ignore text messages. I will respond instantly if my phone is right there or if I can do it. So if I'm not answering you right away, I got shit going on. And so to me, I think that about other people, if you're not answering me right away or whatever, you got shit going on. So it's cool. You know, you know, what gets me is like, okay, so let's say Facebook messenger. And I know some other messaging apps do this, but the one I use doesn't do it. Um, so like, uh, you could send me like, say you sent me something over Facebook messenger and I opened it up and I read it, but I couldn't respond. You know, I don't have time. Like maybe I'm getting ready to go into an appointment or something, but I have time mm-hmm. to read it before I go sit down then it shows I read it, but I didn't respond, you know? So then like right. two, three days go by and I'm like, oh shit, you know, like I totally forgot to respond to it. And, and then I feel like a jackass because I'm like, oh, this person, you know, knew that I had time to read their shit, but I couldn't be bothered to respond to them because I totally forgot mm-hmm. that it ever even happened. So um, that, that kind of thing, I think too, is like where if it happens to me, I just think, oh, that person's busy. It's no big deal. But if I do it to somebody else, I'm like, how could I do that to them? That was so rude. I've got to apologize. I've got to tell them exactly why. And I've got to hope that my reasoning was good enough. You know, like that. Oh, I don't feel like that. <laughs> I don't know, maybe, I, and I'm not trying to be mean, but maybe that's just because I feel like the people, like they know me already and we cool. Like I don't really have to. Sometimes I'll be like, my bad, I was asleep or my bad, I was driving or you know, something like that. But like, I don't really feel like I have to explain myself to other people. I think, I think because we're pretty much all alike in that respect. (laughs) I think my husband is probably like the best person when it comes to like text messaging, you know, I mean, when he's at work, he can't do it sometimes, you know, right away, but he responds pretty much to everything. You know, he's really, really good at it. I'm, I'm not, um, and then you have, I have one of my really close friends who <laughs> I know, and matter of fact, I think I said it to you one time. I know her so well that I know if I send her, um, a video or if I send her a link to art, she's not going to read it. Like she's going to skim it and she's going to like say maybe something that was like in a headline or something like she respond to it, you know, that she did. And I'm like, I know you didn't fucking read that. <laughs> You know what? That's why. Yeah, that's why you sent me. Like, oh, yeah. Like, did you read it? I was just gonna say that's why you messaged me one time, and you were like, because I, I responded after you sent me a link to something, and you were like, did you read it? Like, she's calling me out right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I did, I did exactly that because I'd heard whatever it was. I'd heard the story, so I opened the article and just skimmed it to see if there was anything new in it that I didn't know. I can't remember what it was now, but it was so funny when you asked me because I turned to Rick and I was like, she just straight up called me out and asked me if I'd even read it. (laughs) And you were like, well, I did just skim over it. I am notorious for skimming things. Like that's... I mean, that's just the way that I, unless I'm really, really, really sucked into a story, I will skim everything and not because I'm not interested. That's just, that's just the way that I, it's just the way that I read stuff. I just, I skim Does it, it have anything to do with you being a writer? I don't know. I, I have been doing it since I was in my late teens. 
Um, and I only know it. This is so ridiculous. But the only reason that I know that that's what I do or when I started doing it is because I used to work at a vet office. And this guy came in and he used to bring a book with him every time that he would come because for whatever reason, they their their dog was was ill and he had to have constant like uh, um, transfusions and things like that. But I mean, he was doing really well. But anyway, the guy would know he was going to be there for a while, you know, while his dog was having his stuff done. So he would sit there and he would hold the book and he would put like picture you're holding a book in one hand and then take your other hand and, and all your fingers are straight up in the air. Your fingers are together. And he would run his hand across the page over and over and over again and work his way from the top to the bottom, like tip, 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 like all uh -huh, the way across. Yeah. And he would do it so fast. And he was a very friendly guy, not extremely talkative, but just, you know, just a quiet man. And one time I had asked him or some, maybe somebody else at work there had asked him, but he was talking and I was listening and he was saying, well, I'm a speed reader. I learned it. You know, I, I took a course on it. And he said, essentially what you do is you, you're not skimming necessarily, but you're mainly only picking up the middle few words of the, of the article or of the page, because the most of what you need or most of what your brain is going to need for the story is going to be in the middle. And some of the other word, and, and I might not be saying this exactly right, but the other words are just fodder. You know, you don't need those words. Like, um, you don't need the word the. Your brain is going to put the in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, words that aren't um, <laughs> the apple. You know, you don't need the, even though that's grammatically correct. You don't need to read the. Your brain will put in the apple. So um, that was how he read. And I was so interested in it. And after watching him do it, because he came in so often, I started doing it. And I've just never stopped doing it. So I, I don't think it's I'm a, very interesting. Yeah. Like, I don't think I'm a speed reader because I don't, I never took a course and I never learned how to do it properly, but I tend to, that's just how I read everything that I read, unless I'm really, really interested in whatever it is. And I want to get every word. Right. So, and see, I'm so detail oriented that I'm like, did you read the whole thing? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that's you know, my husband and I, too. I think that comes from, for me, I think it becomes like, you know, I love research and all that stuff that comes from that. And then like I deal with contracts and stuff when, you know, dealing with people and you deal with investors and you, you have contracts and you need to know what's in that contract and skimming is not going to do it. You know, you know, what? Um, that's totally that can makes complete sense now that you say that, because on the, the flip side, you know, when working at the vet office, you don't have time to read 20 and 30 pages worth of of like history. So you would skim it. You would you know, it was like, hey, skim this. I mean, unless the animal was it, it was something specific, you know, that you needed to know then it was different. But it was like we had to skim, you know, that was back before computer stuff. So everything was handwritten. And if you had an animal that came in with. 30 and 40 pages worth of, of documentation, you would skim it until you found what you needed. So again, that's the opposite. You know, the, the animals there, they have an emergency, skim it and find out something quick, find out if they've ever had this issue, find out if they've ever had, you know, this medication or whatever the case may be. Whereas for you, it's like, Hey, you cannot skim this. You need to read every single word and make sure you don't miss anything. Right. Well, going back to the, uh, the topic perception um, I feel like for me, I am often understood just normally, like in a normal conversation, just me speaking to somebody either over the phone or face to face. Cause I, sometimes I feel like I don't know how to explain me or what I'm feeling. I know what it is in my mind. I know 
what I'm feeling, but I don't know how to sometimes just make the other person understand. So I, it might come out a whole different way than, than what I mean it in my head. And that happens to me a lot. And sometimes it's really fucking embarrassing, you know, but it happens to me a lot. And I'm telling you that because I know for a fact that it happens in a text message or email because it happens to me on a daily basis, you know, just me being my regular self. So today in my text messaging life, I don't say a lot. I might say a few things and then, you know, that's why I love that thing that you do when you taught me on messenger, how you can do the voice because yeah. sometimes, sometimes I feel like I want to, you just text something, but I know that it'll, it'll be better understood if you just hear me say it. So it, that's great for that. Um, but I just keep text messaging to kind of to a minimal. Um, and I never have any deep in depth, like we're going to have a whole big conversation about something that means something to me over a text message is not going to happen. I just won't say anything at all. We won't talk about it, it before I do it like that. So um for the people who can't really explain their well, I feel sorry for you guys because I feel sorry for myself because I'll, I'll know I'll be like, I didn't mean it that fucking way. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, I can't remember. I, one of my friends, I don't remember what we were talking about, but um, when I sent the text message, she ended up telling me um, after the fact, she was like, you just sent them, you sent a message over saying like, you know, so you, uh, whatever we were talking about, I was saying like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm done with it, you know? Um, and she, t- and, and that's like a term, like I said, it, like you said, that's something that it's really not what I sent, but how the person on the other side perceived or took it yeah. because we were talking about a situation that was happening and I'm, I'm like, I'm done with it, you know? And so what I meant was, I'm done talking about it. Like I'm done with that situation. I'm taking, I'm removing myself. Well, she thought I was done with her. Like I'm done with her. I'm done with the situation. I'm done with all of it because I just said I'm done with it, you know? Um, And so I didn't even know that she felt that way, but I did see a change. You know how you see a change in people, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, how, however people are. Um, and then I saw her and when I saw her, I was like, so what's been going on, you know, blah, blah, you know, whatever. And she was like, well, you know, I really didn't think that you wanted to speak to me since your last text message. And I'm, I'm so like, what the fuck? Like, what do you, I don't even know. Don't even remember. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know what you're right. talking about. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she was like, you don't remember your last text message. And I honestly, I didn't because it didn't mean anything to me. And um, she was like, your last text message when we were talking about, you know, da, 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 you were like, I'm done. And I was like, I just meant I'm like, I'm done with this situation. Like I'm taking, removing myself from it. Like, like I did. And she was like, oh my God, I thought you meant you were done with me and blah, blah, blah. I was like, why would I say that I was done with you? She's like, I don't know, you know, but she took it that way. Right. So, I mean, and, and I know I'm, I, I am also, um, I'm guilty of it as well because you could send me a message. Let's say you're like a complainer. I don't have any friends that are like complainers. Um, I just know some people that I worked with that were complainers uh, and I can't stand Mm -hmm. them. They get on my fucking nerves. I'm just going to let you know that right now. I cannot 
can I cannot stand for somebody to complain about all their shit all the day. Like same. Oh my oh. god, I don't want to hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? I understand you got something going on. I understand you need something to somebody to vent to, but all day, every day, you just want to complain about everything. Shut the mm-hmm. fuck up. Anyway, so um, yep, there goes that. I just forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. you you were so quick about it like that was such a smooth transition of so anyway there it goes i forgot uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god it happens to me all the time i don't oh it it, ha- it happens to me too it does i <laughs> here let me let me let me say something i wanted to say in response to that and maybe it'll it'll click okay. this is, it's not long maybe it'll okay. click for you um <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say I think the the difference um and, and not saying you don't do this but I don't know if you do. I I feel like I I try to always worry about how something I say will be taken by another person and it's usually dependent upon the person as to what I say like I probably put way more thought into it than I should and in email especially like at work I would sometimes get emails from people, oftentimes get emails from people because I had been there so long. I was not the head of anything, but people kept calling me the office manager, the head of accounting, the this, the that. And I, I wasn't, at least not on paper, but I'd been there long enough that I usually knew, oh yeah, I know how to do this. I'll help you with that, whatever the case may be. So I would get these emails from people saying, hey, such and such is, you know, being pissy. This person, you know, look at what they wrote. And I would read it. I would think, no, you're just taking that wrong. Like she doesn't mean quite like that even even the girl that I ended up not speaking to and don't ever want to talk to again I would get emails from other coworkers saying hey you know she's coming after me now and and I never told my story I never said what happened between us I kept that quiet but this girl just rubbed a lot of people the wrong way and I would say like I'd have to stand up for her as much as I didn't want to and I'd have to be like well you know she doesn't really mean that I mean she's just trying to be professional with you she's just trying to tell you it was like she came off in my opinion as being professional and trying you know i'm not going to joke around with you in email but i'll tell you what you need to you know mean like as and she per would say, my last email. <laughs> yes yes it 100 she was that person but you know what she wasn't being derogatory like you can read it that way and you could be annoyed by it but she really hadn't done anything wrong and then i would get you know well because she's being rude to me i ain't helping her okay but she's not being rude you know like she's just because she and I had a falling out doesn't mean that she's going to be nasty to every single person she talks to. Like we, we had a background, uh-huh. you know, like I'm like, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to, I, I don't want to defend this girl because I don't like right. her, but she's not, she's not done anything wrong, you know? And I'm just like, I don't know how many times that happened in email, in messenger at work, like where I would be like, okay, but that's not what, you know, that that's not what she meant. You know, I, I don't, I can't help you because I don't talk to this person anymore and it wouldn't do you any good if I tried, but I'm telling you right now, she doesn't mean that, you know, she's what the way you're reading it is not what she means. I I got it. It came back to me. I was trying to say that this chick that, that I used to deal with, she um, would always complain, 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 complain. And here's the, here's where perception comes in play. She might send me a text message and she might complain on 
January the 1st. And I'd be like, damn, you know, I'm sorry this stuff keeps happening to you, whatever, you know, good vibes, word. Then, and I'm going, I'm, I'm good on that day. I'm in a good mood on that day, you know, just a good day. Then 20 days later, here she comes and she's complaining again. Now, always a complaint. You know, when you open that, t- and this day, I'd have had a fucked up day. I don't really feel good. My head is hurting. My back is sore. And I open this message like, stop fucking complaining, bitch. You know, you know, I'm not, I'm not fixing that to her, but I open the message and I'm, I'm not just so all, you know, I'm sorry things, you know, this day I'm not feeling it. So I'm like, the fuck, stop fucking complaining, you know, and I don't respond, you know? So it's all about how you feel that day when you open that message from that person. It really is. It's almost like, I, I really almost feel like it's the judge thing. And maybe, I, I mean, I know that all judges aren't like this, but you cannot tell me that a judge who goes to work every day and has to sentence people, listen to juries, you know, trials and all this stuff. You can't tell me that there's days when they come in there and they feel, feel like shit and those people get it harder than the day when they might have got sex when they woke up. You know what I'm saying? No, that's you're one hundred percent right. That is a really good analogy, and that's that's completely true. And I, I, exactly what you said. Like, there are times that I'll open a message and be like, "I can't with this person right yeah. now," you know. And I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna close it down because I don't have anything good to say to you. I don't think your problems are legitimate, you know. Like, I'm just that pissed, and I'm like, you don't even know, you know, you don't even know problem like that kind of thing. But I'll, I, if it's somebody that I want to keep in touch with, I'll have to go back to it later when I'm in a better headspace right. and be like, all right, you know, let, tell me what's going on or fill me in on this or whatever the case may be. Thankfully, I don't, I don't uh, personally surround myself with too many people that are like that. But work people, yes, there were times where I would be like, this bitch right here, like, I, uh-huh. <laughs> and then just have to have to put on that face and be like, Okay, I understand why you feel that. And the thing that would get me was the people that you would say, I understand. Well, maybe this is what such and such meant. Oh, no, she didn't. Oh, okay. Okay, we're not doing that. (laughs) You don't. (laughs) I didn't understand. You just want somebody to bitch at. Okay, Uh, go ahead. How many times have I had to re-explain what I was trying to say to you? And we're talking like on the phone. And I'd be like, no, no, I didn't mean it that way. I mean, like... (laughs) I don't think that often, really. I, I mean, maybe you, maybe you have, and I've forgotten. But I feel like I usually, usually understand what people are, uh, you know, what they mean or what they're talking about. But I, I don't. Maybe not. Maybe I don't remember. Yeah, that. just like uh, I had to explain to you the other day, you were like that you you had your guard up because I you were like you you remember you told me that you cut people off like that. So. <laughs> well. I, I just wanted to put it out there. <laughs> you were like, remember, you told me. Ah, <laughs> uh, but wait, wait, I wasn't trying to remind you. I said, I was reminding myself, remember, she said, yeah. this is her thing. So, Stacy, you better remember that if she decides to cut you off, she done told you more yeah, than once. And I, she she does like, that. That's not my thing. And you were like... Well, and I'm like, and I, and then I go full blown explaining to you, like, I don't just fucking just have people in my life. I just cut them off for no reason. Like, if I cut it off, it's been a long time coming. You were like, okay, well, that makes me feel better. 
<laughs> well, again, that's not you, though. That's nothing you did. That was me and the, you know, the couple girls that I had gotten really close with at work that I thought we were friends, but they both were straight up like that. Like, oh, you know what? If somebody pisses me off, they're out. Like, and I just thought I was above that. Like, I thought we were better friends than that. But they had told me more than once. And Rick was like, you know, they were honest. They told you they cut people out of their lives all the time. And they did it to you. Like, <laughs> they told you, you know, and I was like, yeah, but I thought we were like real friends. I didn't. I thought we could just talk it out and everything would be yeah. okay. I don't feel like anything that serious happened. People do not talk so shit that, up, Stacey. People do not talk sh- I, they I know it. I know it. They don't do it. They don't like it. <laughs> They're allergic. I know. And and so that, again, no, that wasn't anything you did. That was me with my baggage bringing it into a relationship yeah. and being like, all right, you're not going to hurt me yeah. again. Like, fool, fool me once. Yeah, I'm looking, looking, and I'm like, just keep keep keep, keep on your shit. Like, that's all you got to do. Keep <laughs> on your shit and you're good. Like- <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, yeah, again, perception. That's, I mean... You know, it, it, your perception in the end is always based on what you've been through in your life, you know, and you haven't walked in somebody else's shoes. So something that might not be any big deal to you or something that might not, you know, upset you or that you don't realize might upset somebody else is their trigger because it's just, you know, it's what they've been through versus what you've been through. Right. So that's a good, that's a good way to end that. Yep. All right. Well, then I think we're done with this. See one. you on the flip. Bye.